Can drug use cause paranoia? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Ann and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you will hear from Liberty Crouch Taylor, who was on our previous show, who was addicted to meth, and because of it, was left with a life completely controlled by paranoia. You know, it's interesting that a lot of people don't think going into doing drugs that they're either going to be addicted or that anything weird will happen. But I know there are some people, they try something and they go, oh, it didn't affect them. But other people, it can totally mess them up mentally and destroy their lives. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes people are using it for the wrong purposes. And they think it's just fun. It's just great. You know, oh, it's uh, making me more spiritually in touch, maybe someone might say. Mm -hmm. But really, it can leave you having a complete fear and a life of fear. And here's why. People feel like that it might be an opening to a spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the case, there's two sides of the spiritual realm. There's God and angels, but there's also Satan and demons. And if they experience these things, especially evil things, it's going to leave them feeling very insecure, very fearful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not a good thing to be experiencing this and to be opening certain doors that might let certain things in. It is. And it can be a place where people get stuck in these feelings. They have to go through counseling. There's times where people hallucinate and it can be very scary. But you know what's wonderful? When you come to know Jesus and you receive him as your savior, no matter what you've done, if you've tried drugs or you've been messed up or even paranoid right now, Jesus has the power to give you healing in your mind and all of your body to set you free. And we're going to hear from Liberty and find out how she got freedom from her fears. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Liberty Crouch Taylor, and she was sharing with us how at a young age she was molested, started drugs at 12 years old. Her parents were divorced when she was a young girl, and when she started doing the drugs, she kind of started living her own life, yeah. got addicted to meth and was shooting them up ended up in a really bad relationship. She was only 90 pounds, but could not get away from this addiction. After an altercation with her boyfriend, she somehow miraculously made it to her dad's house and she was left there alone by herself. She did find sobriety, but right before that, she called out to God, God, if you're real, please help me. Welcome to the show, Liberty. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. So after you knelt on the ground, called out to God for help, you continued to live with your father who was an alcoholic. And as you're living there, some things started to come into your life. I know you had fear. What was your fear that was tormenting you? The aftermath of doing all these drugs was definitely paranoia and fear. And that was an obsessive thought that someone was going to come and attack me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about that fear, what it looked like and how you felt like you were going to handle things. Because I know at that time you called out to God, but you didn't really know who he was. And so you were feeling like you were left to fend for yourself. What were some of the measures you took? 
By this time, I had finally gotten my own apartment, and I began to lock every door and window. When it was nighttime outside, I would even board up the front door with two-by-fours, lock myself into the bedroom, sleep with the machete, put another knife under my bed. And when I laid in the bed with insomnia over the fear, my body was in so much pain, so much pain. That's how I lived by myself for a time. Liberty, when you had that knife with you, did you take it with you when you were outside? Did you think someone was following you? Tell me a little bit about that so whoever's listening can relate if they are struggling with that. Yes, I always had a knife with me. Basically, whenever I left the house, it was only to go to the store, to go to the doctors, and eventually I began to go to church. Those were the only places I would go. Mm. And it can be very debilitating where you can't do anything. And I know there are possibly people listening who say, that's me. I haven't been out of my house. I'm afraid someone will come get me or be after me and all these things. And they are sweating. Did you have anxiety or panic attacks ever? Yes, I was stricken with anxiety and panic attacks so much that my chest felt like I was having a heart attack. I would even fall out on the floor. It was almost like epileptic seizure type of fits. Wow. That of panic attacks. Yes. Wow. You know, it's really difficult to live life and to be in fear at the same time. It's very hard when your hands are sweating and you're shaking and you're afraid to get out of your house. That is not a life for anyone to live, and especially in your situation. You know, when you're filled with all these drugs, there's also all these side effects. Am I right, Mm -hmm. Liberty? Yes. So you're going through this and it must have felt very hopeless during this time. Hopeless and isolation is the other thing because with isolation, you get depressed and it's not a lot of good in your head. Oh. Mm. So tell me what happened where you actually got freedom because I know those who are listening want that same freedom. Yeah. Well, I had a doctor's appointment that day and I went in there telling the doctor what medicine that I needed. And the doctor says, no, Liberty, I'm not prescribing you this type of medication anymore. I'm going to prescribe you some non-addictive medication for anxiety. And I was just upset with the doctor. Plus, I hadn't slept in a long time, so I was very moody. I didn't ever fill those prescriptions. I went to the store, got a bunch of cigarettes, went home, and locked myself up in the house. And there I sat, still in pain and misery, and nothing was accomplished. Mm. That was the night that I laid in the bed in so much pain and hadn't slept for days. And that was December 31st, 2012 is when I heard God speak. And what did you hear him say to you? The very first word I heard was forgiveness. Mm. And he came with peace. It wasn't a voice like the demons. The demons didn't sound like that. This voice came with like a supernatural peace. Forgiveness. And at that time, did you realize, wow, I need to forgive people? What else happened through that time, that encounter? This was a timeless night. There was no time. I heard the voice say forgiveness and all in a moment, he showed me a vision, like a movie and showed me how to do this word forgiveness. And it looked Mm. like sending out emails text messages, phone calls, and then face-to-face. And it all was about forgiving other people, asking them to forgive me, asking the Lord to forgive me, because this was obviously God. And then also for me to forgive myself, which was the hardest thing. Wow. Did you hear anything else that was said that night that helped you? 
Yes. And as soon as I received this word forgiveness, accepted it and, you know, God, he knows everything. So <laughs> he spoke again and he said, trust me. And when I heard this, trust me, I backed away from this voice because I'd always been hurt from the words, trust me. Mm. And so I started to back away. But God is so good that this voice with peace says, trust me and lay down your sword. And mm. he was referring to the machete I slept with every night. And I said, trust you. What if they come? And he said, trust me and lay down your sword. Wow. And when he said it the last time, I just decided in my heart, what else have I got to lose? Hmm. So I trusted this voice that said, trust me. And I took the machete off the bed and I laid it on the floor. And as soon as I laid back on my bed, I went straight to sleep. I don't know. It was hours and hours and hours of sleep. Hmm. And I woke up the next day. It was late afternoon sometime. And hmm. I had slept that long. Yeah. And something changed. Something was different. And I knew it when I woke up. Wow. You know, what about that pain? Did it go away? Did you get healing in your body as well? Yes. I woke up and I had no pain in my body. Mm. I was completely pain-free. I had slept the entire, I don't know, I want to say like 14 hours. Because as soon as I woke up, I started recalling the night what happened. And I called out and I said, God, if you can do that, what else can you do? Mm. And... I said, can you take this paranoia away from me? Wow. And I believed that he could just because of what I had just experienced. Mm-hmm. And the next night was different. I didn't even lock my bedroom door. Wow. I didn't shut it. Things started changing. You got a new level of freedom. Yes. Yeah. One step at a time. And there are people here who are listening that are saying, I need freedom. And I'm getting right now, just from what you said, forgiveness is a huge key to healing in your physical body and in your life. What would be one thing you could say to someone who's listening right now who is going through what you went through, fear, torment, mental issues? What would you say to them? I would say to you the first word that I heard that gave me peace in my entire life was the word forgiveness. I would have you search that word forgiveness. What does that mean to you? What does that look like to you? How can you apply that word to your own life? Forgiveness. Mm. So good. Well, you know, Liberty, it's such a powerful testimony. And we're going to pray for those right now to get forgiveness in their heart and then for them to trust in Jesus as you have. And you're free. You don't even smoke anymore. You're free from drugs. You're healed and following the Lord. And it's so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing with us all that God has done in your life. Thank you. You know, you would think that when someone's dealing with fear, you would say, well, just be brave. And That's how to defeat fear. You just kind of grit your teeth and you be brave. But the Lord brought a different solution to her. He brought forgiveness. And that makes sense when you think about it, because our hurts and a lot of our fears are oftentimes because we keep replaying these old traumas that happened in our minds Mm -hmm. and we don't forgive and we keep trying to make sure that it never happens again. Trying to protect ourselves. So our lives come to the point where we're always reliving the past and for God to move you forward, you have to forgive the past and you have to walk into trusting in with God and knowing that He is the good shepherd and that He will shepherd you if you walk with Him. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, I'm praying right now for someone who's listening and they're saying, gosh, I feel like I've been walking my life all by myself Mm -hmm. and things have been happening and I feel like I always have to be the one to watch out for my back. 
Jesus, we forgive our offenders. Mm-hmm. Most of all, Jesus, we ask for your forgiveness. Yes. We ask for you to come into our lives and to be our good shepherd so that we don't have to always be looking out for ourselves, knowing that you are looking out for us, mm-hmm. that we can be at peace and we can trust in you. Jesus, we receive you. We believe in you. We ask for your peace. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you all. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life. 